Okay, here we have an example from the book. Solve the system of equations 2x plus y equals 21 and x plus y equals negative 4 using the fact that a equals 2, 1, 1, 1 and a inverse equals 1, negative 1, negative 1, 2. Now just as a reminder, we have a system of two linear equations. If the two lines that they represent intersect, then we'll have a solution to this system. Now this is a big gift they're giving us right here. A inverse is being given to us. At this point, if A inverse is not given to us, we don't know how to solve this system using matrices. Certainly we could use elimination or substitution to solve it just like we used to do in algebra class. But if we don't know A inverse, we can't solve it using matrices yet. So we need to use A inverse and some other information to find X and Y. So take a minute and see if you can use what we just talked about along with the skills you've learned thus far to find the solution X equals and Y equals. All right, so to find the solution to the system, let's start by writing it in the form AX equals B. AX equals B, so the coefficient matrix 2, 1, 1, 1. That was also given to us in the problem. They said use the fact that A equals 2, 1, 1, 1 times x, x this time is represented by the column vector xy equals b, b is 21, negative 4. Now to solve this problem, you don't have to write it in this way, but since we've just started doing this, I wanted to point out again the relationship between the coefficients, the variables, and the answer column, ax equals b. So now let's go ahead and just talk about the theorem again that we just looked at. We didn't talk about it officially, but there's a theorem in your book that shows how to go from AX equals B down to X equals something. And when you're on the test, this might be probably the hardest thing to remember at this point, which is how do you find X given the fact that AX equals B? For some reason, it can be very confusing to know where to go, probably because it's all letters. But remember, the objective is to find x, just like in algebra class. When 3x equals 24, you find x by dividing both sides by 3. We want to get x by itself, so we need to be able to divide by a. But we can't divide by a with matrices, so we have to do what we can do, and that is to multiply a times a inverse. So if you just remember that if we're trying to get x, we want to get rid of the coefficient matrix a. If we were in algebra, we could just divide by a, but we're in matrix algebra and we can't divide by matrices. So instead, we find the inverse matrix and we multiply it by a. But then we have to be consistent because it's still math, so we have to multiply both sides by a inverse in the same order. So A inverse times AX equals A inverse times B. Then we can use associativity over matrix multiplication and we can multiply the A inverse A and that gives us I times X equals A inverse B. But I times X is just X So x must be able to be found by taking a inverse times b. 
All right, so we're going to use that result. X is a inverse times b to solve this system of equations. So x represented by, in this case, the column vector xy needs to equal a inverse, make sure you get the right one, 1, negative 1, negative 1, 2, times b. Now, a common mistake here would be to write the matrix 2, 1, 1, 1. That's very commonly done on a test. Now, if you take A inverse and you multiply it by A, can you see what you would get? Since A inverse is the inverse of A, you're going to get the identity matrix back. And that's not going to make any sense for your solution to the system. So you don't want to take A inverse times A. Even though they give you this matrix, you actually don't end up really using it once you realize that your solution x is found by taking the inverse times b. So you need to know what b is. b is the thing on the other side, the constant column. We have 21, negative 4. We have a 2 by 2, a inverse, multiplied by b, a 2 by 1. And our result should be a 2 by 1, which is going to be our column, xy. So if you follow the dimensions, it'll help you be sure that you're multiplying the correct things as well. You should have a 2 by 1 when you're finished. So to find that 2 by 1 matrix that represents the column vector xy, take the first row times the column, 21 plus a positive 4 is 25, and then the second row times the column, negative 21 plus a negative 8 is negative 29. Now this should represent the solution. x equals 25, y equals negative 29. Now can we check this? If you ever have a system of equations and you actually find a solution, you can always check that solution. Now the most obvious way would be to check it algebraically, but we don't want to always do the obvious way. So let's talk about graphically for a second. We haven't done that recently. What does this represent graphically? We have a system of two equations. The first equation is 2x plus y equals 21. Let's put that in a form that's easier to understand graphically. Let's put it in y-intercept form. If we solve 2x plus y equals 21. If we solve that for y, we have y equals negative 2x plus a positive 21. Now think money. That always helps. We're starting at a y-intercept. When x is 0, y is 21. So that's like maybe our initial cost for something, our overhead cost. And now this time, we have something going down with a slope of negative 2. We like that when cost goes down, but it usually doesn't, does it? But we have a slope of negative 2. That's our first line. Our second line is represented by the equation x plus y equals negative 4. If we put that into slope-intercept form by solving both sides for y, we have y equals negative x plus a negative 4. 
So when x is 0, y is negative 4. We're starting at our y-intercept of negative 4. I'm trying to keep it somewhat to scale. And then we have a slope of negative 1. So it doesn't go down as quickly as the other line does. So you can imagine that eventually these two lines are going to intersect somewhere because they have different slopes. And the place they intersect, hopefully, is represented by the point x equals 25, y equals negative 29. Now, as I mentioned before, the easiest way to check this is algebraically. So let's check and make sure. It certainly looks like it's in the right place. It's in the fourth quadrant because they both have negative slopes and it takes a little while for them to intersect. So 25 comma negative 29 is a reasonable point to expect this point of intersection. But algebraically would be a nice way to check as well. So let's go back to the original system and check it algebraically. Two x plus y equals 21. If I plug in 25 for x and negative 29 for y, I'm hoping that I will get 21. 50 minus 29 is 21. Checking the second equation, plugging in 25 for x and a negative 29 for y, I'm supposed to get negative 4. And 25 plus negative 29 is negative 4. So I do have the correct solution. And just one more time to remind you what this might mean. We could be talking money, we could be talking break-even analysis. Now it doesn't make a whole lot of sense here to have a negative cost and a negative revenue, but you know, depending on the economy, you never know. But again, we're finding a solution to a system of equations which graphically can be represented by a point of intersection if it exists.